listening to New Car Smell Tuesday on Beyond the Airways, the Infinity Project. Good evening, everybody. It is Tuesday night here at Beyond the Airways, the Infinity Project. And since it is Tuesday, that means it's time for New Car Smell Tuesday. Now, usually we would be having video games, anime, manga, Blu-ray DVDs, and music. But guess what? We already took care of the video games, the anime, and the music last week. So all we're really going to have tonight are manga and the Blu-rays and DVDs. That's it. <laughs> okay. No new CDs and stuff coming out yet, right? Well, no. You see, we covered. You see, since today's the thirtieth, and there weren't that many CDs. <laughs> yeah. Problem solved. But anyway, yep. uh, I'm your host for tonight. I am Oddball Extreme. I'm joined on the line by two of my crazy cohorts. First, we have our resident Joker, Mike. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, everyone. How's it going? Happy Tuesday. Well, yep. tomorrow's and hump day, so we don't have to worry about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We also have an AZ magician. Good evening to you, Madal. Hello, everybody, and be warned, this AZ magician may have to bail depending on the weather. I just yeah. hope it holds off till till 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not liking what I'm hearing. Anyway, oh. carry on. All right. Well, anyway... We could probably get this done in under 10 minutes, really. <laughs> right? That, man, well, we had a short list this month. Mm-hmm. Well, I do got some video game news before I go on to the manga stuff quick, so. Oh, sure. Go ahead. It That's fine. Great. You uh, have the floor, so, too, Mike. Yeah, I almost did it you. again. All right. So, first off, as of today, um... Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has the um, update 4.0 release, along with the hero from um, the Dragon Quest series that is out today. Wow. Um, just just announced earlier today, the um, pre-orders for Nintendo Switch Lite is now available on GameStop, Best Buy, and Amazon. Now, are we talking a smaller, more affordable version of the Switch? That, and it's handheld only. Okay. Basically meaning you can't hook it up to the dock. Okay. okay. It is handheld only, and it is $199.99. So, yes, it is a little bit cheaper. How much was Um, the original Switch? No, it's two ninety nine, wasn't it? Yeah, two ninety nine ninety nine. Okay. So not that bad. Not well, that bad. This gadget girl can't afford it. I've already pre ordered um oh, the gray model. Uh-huh. They, right now the only thing that's available right now is um gray, turquoise and yellow. And the um, special edition, the Whoa. special edition, Zacian and Zamazenta edition is still not available to pre-order yet. Ah. And uh, my internet's being weird. Oh. 
Well, me, I'm waiting patiently for DragonCon to open up the doggone photo op opportunities because I want that one pick with David Tennant. I know. Can you hear me okay? Yes. I'm just yeah, my headphones down around my neck. Okay. I got my headphones down around my neck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Goofball. So with that done and out of the way, let's get on to the manga real quick. Because I can get right. to go take a look at my my web, my internet stuff here shortly because it's acting up again. Okay, well, I got uh, the link, so. Do you have, have any storms I, in your area, Mike? Do you have any storms no, in your area? I don't. It's just CenturyLink is taking a dump again, but I do have the links for the manga stuff, so I'm good to go. Okay, cool. So, so let's start with, did you do the 28th last week, Shirley? No, no. Okay, so, so I got to do the 28th then. All right. Well, luckily there's only one that came out, and that is a light novel, and it's from J Novel Club, and it's Seriously Seeking Sister, Ultimate Vampire Princess, Just One Little Sister. Plenty of service will be provided. What are you laughing at? The title! Listen to this. Seriously Seeking Sister, Ultimate Vampire Princess, Just One Little Sister. uh, Plenty of service will be provided. That is the title. Oh, what kind of service are they talking about? Uh, no idea. I don't want to know. Yeah, me neither. Yep, my network is on the fritz. Want me to go on? Because I've got it up. No, I got it. I'm good now. All right. Okay. If it if it if it does it again, I'll be done with it here shortly. Anyway. Okay. So. Starting with Yen Press, The Alchemist Who Survived Not Dreams of a Quiet City Life, Volume 1. Then from Thunder Bay Press, we got Artful Etching Manga. Then from Kadansha, there we go. From Kadansha, we got Ashahi Senpai's Favorite, Volume 5. From Kadansha, we got. Is the Backstreet Girls Volume 12? And anyway, then another one from the Empress of God is, is the bottom tier character Tomazaki Volume 1. Then the light novel from the Empress of God is the Bungo Stray Dogs Volume 1. From Sentences and Entertainment, we got, we got is the Defrag Volume 13. That's in digital edition from Yen Press. It's a light novel. We got The Dirty Way to De- Destroy the Goddess of Heroes, Volume 1. From Kedansha Comics, God. It's a domestic girlfriend, Volume 19. Another one from Kedansha, God. It's a drowning love, Volume 13. Then another one from Kedansha, God. Farewell, My Dear Kramer, Volume 1. From Seven Seas Entertainment, we got Harukana Rizi Volume 4. From Yanfras, we got High School Prodigies, Have It Easy Even, and uh, Another World Volume 4. Then from Kadansha, we got Hotaru's Way Volume 10. Yanfras, we got Interspecies Reviewers Volume 2. Then from Yanfras, hey, this is how I haven't heard in a while. 
Yeah. Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? On I a was going to ask or, about that. Oratoria. I was going to ask you about in. that. Yep. Our dungeon girls are back. Yep. Do you think he'll ever be able to pick up those girls? Oh. Uh, <laughs> no that idea. That was a rhetorical question. <laughs> I know. All right, then another one from Kandansh we got Kakapu Kaka Volume 8. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the title. Kaka Pu Kaka. Oh, Surely. Yes, Surely. Guess what's opening up in Scottsdale? Medieval Times. No. One of those poop related ice cream parlor. It's an ice cream parlor. One of the poop-related ice... You remember the poop-related theme restaurants in Japan that we were talking about a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Oh, the toilet this one in uh, Taiwan, poop, yeah. poop-related ice cream parlor. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's going to be funny. All right. Uh, Mike, proceed, please. Okay. All right. Give me a second. I figured out the issue why my internet was being weird. My... My, um... My OneDrive was uploading stuff without me, without my permission. Ah, I'm got upload it. OneDrive. I'm not going to think. St- I don't like OneDrive because of that. So mm-hmm. give me just a couple of minutes while I get back to my normal regular broadcasting on Twitch. Okay. All right. But I, anyway. I exit out of OneDrive so that way it doesn't, like, Upload stuff because it takes forever to upload, and then it, and then it just messes with everything else. Like I need to have that off tomorrow because I got stuff I'm downloading. Mhm. Oh. Ain't technology a kick in the ass, Mike? Such. Basically, today I was downloading a game that's like twenty-two point. 317 gigs. It took the entire Ooh. day. And that's just the data to actually start the application. That's just the game itself. Well, not the game itself, but you know what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. On, that's just on, the main on, files, not counting on the ones that make it work right. Exactly. On on top of that, adding on from the 22 point some gigs that were already downloading, I have another 40 gig. That is the rest of the data. That is the rest of the data that I'm having to download tomorrow. Well, I mean, I'm downloading a game to my um, PS4. Okay. It's just a game that I'm downloading from from the the big PlayStation Store because which I got this game for free because of the um, season pass from uh, um, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So. Alright. Let's carry on with the manga, guys. Yep. yep. Sorry, getting back on track. Alright, so we're right. back at Yen Press with Killing Me Volume 1. But another one from Yen Press we got. Last Round Arthur's uh, Scum Author in Heretic Merlin Volume 1. From Sunset Entertainment, got Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid Volume Eight. 
Then another one from Yam Presser got Mercilago, volume 11. Seven Seeds Entertainment got Mushoku Tensei Jobless Reincarnation, volume 2. From Kadansha got My Boy in Blue, volume 11. Another one from Yen Press, we got Sacrificial Princess and the King of Beast, volume 6. Then another one from Yen Press, we got The Saga of Tanya the Evil, volume 6. Nil Admirari. From Yen Press, we got Secretly I Am Suffering About Being Sexless. Are you. Sh- <laughs> Moving on. From the Empress, we got Sekere, volume 9. Another one from the Empress, we got So I Am a Spider, So What, volume 6. Another one from the Empress, from the Empress we got Portrait Princess, Prune Torchen, Triage X, volume 18, from the Empress. Then another one from the Empress, we got Fumineko, when. When they cry, volume um, episode eight, Twilight of the Golden Witch, volume two. Then from Kadansha got Yuki Holder, volume seventeen. From Yenfras, we got Wolf Wolf Story. I told you to turn me into a pampered pooch, not a not Fenrir, volume one. Another I long back. title there. That poop-themed ice cream, that poop-themed restaurant is not in the United States. It's in Toronto, Canada. Uh, that's right. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Then from Yen Press, we got, we got Yuri Life. Another one from Yen Press, we got Zozo Zombie, Volume 1, Volume 2, 3, and 4. These are digital editions. And that's it. I'm done. All right. Your turn, Shirley. Yeah. Yep, my turn. I'll be back in a minute. Okay. Let's get it on here. And there's Eyeshine. Hey, Eyeshine. Hey, Eyeshine. I remember to open the damn chat room tonight because I forgot to do it last night. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. That wasn't bad with thing. Okay, give me just a second here. One, and I'll put it in her window as well. There it is. There we go. All right. All right, all these guys came out basically today. Two, the first two features. Now, this course is courtesy of Metacritic.com. And the two features, one is on DVD only, and the other is on Blu-ray and DVD. So first, uh, with a 69 on DVD, is The Hot Zone. It's a miniseries. Juliana Margulies heads the cast of the six-part fictionalized adaptation of Richard Preston's best-selling 1995 nonfiction book, chronicling the first Ebola outbreak in 1989 and a U.S. Army scientist's heroic quest to prevent the disease from spreading uncontrollably. Noah Emmerich, Topher Grace, James Darcy... Grace Gummer and Robert Sean Litter also star. Then, with a good 67 on Blu-ray and DVD, is Long Shot. The Notting Hill meets Dave political rom-com comes from 50-50 director Jonathan Levine. Seth Rogen plays an investigative reporter hired as a speechwriter for his one-time babysitter, now the Secretary of State, played by Charlize Theron, as she considers a presidential campaign. 
The comedian-heavy supporting cast includes Bob Odenkirk, June Diane Raphael, Paul Shear, Randall Park, and Kurt Brauneler, plus Andy Serkis, O'Shea Jackson Jr., and Alexander Skarsgård. The film received plenty of positive reviews, though the miscasting of one or both leads hampers the film's believability. Then we hear some more movies that came out, and I'll tell you the two that came out on DVD only. First, we have Light with a very high 82. It's a must-see. Then we also have Meeting Gorbachev on DVD with a good 73. Then uh, on Blu-ray for the first time, the 1934 comedy The Thin Man with William Powell and Myrna Loy. That is an oldie. Oh, yeah. And then all the rest of these guys are out on Blu-ray and DVD. First with a 53 is Body at Brighton Rock with Roxanne Benjamin. Then with a not-so-good 40 is Domino with Nicolas Costa-Waldo and Guy Pierce. Uh, with a 46 is El Chicano with Raul Castillo. The lowest score of the week with a 33 is Holy Lands with James Caan. The second lowest score of the week is The Intruder with uh, Michael Ely and Megan Good. The score is only 39. Uh, then with a not-so-good 40 is that movie Ugly Dolls on Blu-ray and DVD. I didn't then, care for the preview. Yeah, I didn't either. It was kind of office to me. It was bleh, weird. But anyway, here are the stuff that's on TV, the TV that's on DVD and Blu-ray this week. First, we have BoJack Horseman, Seasons 1 and 2, the Collector's Edition on Blu-ray and DVD. Then on DVD, we have Drain the Ocean, Season 2. All right, uh, on DVD is Season 3 of The Good Place, and this is the one that scored 96. I'm ready. Yeah, Rock I know. Mike already. I just said it. 96. That was the name of the movie? No, The Good Place, the TV show with Ted Danson and Kristen, and Kristen uh, Bell. The okay. one where they have to, where the one you have to say fork instead of fuck. <laughs> okay. Seriously. <laughs> But this, but this, but the season three has a ninety-six, and season four they're going to end it. So, all right, oh, then on fork instead of four. Yep, they say okay. they say they say fork instead of fuck. Seriously, uh, what the fork? <laughs> all right, um, Blu-ray and DVD. We have Grant Chester season four and Murdoch Mystery season twelve. Then on Blu-ray, we have Sakura Quest, the complete series, and Space Battleship Tiramisu Zui Season 2. I actually mentioned that last week uh, over the anime releases. Then we have the Team Season 1 and Vidago Palace Series 1, both on DVD. And that is it. Wow. Wow, we have a short week this week, don't we, people? Yes, we do. But, you know... I don't know if that's a good thing or not. You get back here, you jerk. Get back, get back, get back, get back, get back, get back here. <laughs> Sorry, but, you know. That's all right. Yeah. That's going to be due for attention to one, so I don't mm-hmm. say we, I say we don't read that one. Yeah. Because I am trying to. Say something for tomorrow. 
But oh, oh my gosh, I gotta I gotta send you this picture. Are you and gonna send like, it in the group page? Yeah, I'm gonna put it in the group. But I'm gonna tell you right now, this is so adorable. I kid you not. Say hello to a Chewbacca cutie. Oh yeah, I don't think. Mm-hmm. It's a oh, it's a little Chewbacca cutie. I just fell <laughs> in love. Yeah, but here's the funny part. If you look at her hair, you somebody said this. They thought she might be the girl from Monsters Inc. <laughs> the oh, the little girl, the little right girl that she tried to keep out of the closet. Uh, she could be, because yeah. didn't she disguise herself in a fur costume so she could get in? Maybe she did. I'll have to rewatch the movie. Yeah. Yeah, but it's cute when the kids get to dress up. <laughs> yeah. But I got a question to ask you. For the okay. little kids, I was at a convention. And for the little, the young ones who are not professional cosplayers, mm-hmm. instead of having to pick out one winner, they all won. And some people were saying that's not right. You know. Yeah, it was like the it was like the case with the um the spelling bee. Remember there were eight winners. It's like, no, you gotta keep going. Like, no, they have twenty rounds total. That's it. Uh huh. And some parents were crying foul on that. Yeah, it's like give me a break. They, I mean, that's the rule. And the best thing is those eight those eight kids were, I think were on the Today Show the next day. And uh-huh. someone was asking him, you know, would you have kept going or stop? You know, and when they said keep going, they said keep going. You know, they did not put their hands up. When they said, when she said stop, they all raised their hands. I was like, so what? We have eight people that are the best of the best because they uh-huh. took it all the way to the end. Uh-huh. So not too many people, not too many people, you know. Not too many kids can make it all the way to the end. That's true. Oh, yeah, I gotta show you this picture too. Oh god, you're gonna love the name of this one. <laughs> I don't like that chuckle, do you, Mike? Um <laughs> Well just look at the picture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm only getting the Chewbacca picture. Uh, you should oh, have the R2D2. Yeah. It said they call it FUD2. <laughs> and Janet, check the group chat. It's in there. Oh, there it is. Shut up and take my money. All of this. Oh, yeah, I call it R2-D2 on awesome. steroids. <laughs> it looks like they combined Mobile Suit Gundam with R2-D2. Probably did. <laughs> and I love that gif of Admiral Akbar. Yeah. It's a trap! <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's got to be um, Mobile Suit Gundam because... 
It doesn't look like the mech from the Valkyrie fighters in Robotech. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I need to mention this because I did not get a chance to mention this last night. Um, Three people passed away over the course of the last few days. Uh, One of them was Rutger Hauer, who, of course, played the played one of the – what did you say, Jim? was one of the clones or the replicant? One of the replicants that um, Thank you. Harrison Ford's character went after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the interesting part. Rucker Howard dies in 2019. The original Blade Runner took place in 2019. Coincidence? Yeah. Strange coincidence. What a coinky-dink. Yeah, and then uh, number two, number two was Gabe Cooth. Now, you may not know the name, but... Uh, he portrayed Sleepy on the show Once Upon a Time, one of the seven dwarfs, but he also happened to be a voice actor. He voiced uh, Orko in the cartoon, for starters, but he had also done a lot of other he'd done he'd done a lot of other things too. Let me go find it real quick. Oh, hurry up. Oh, I stop, stop, stop. Uh. Okay. Bear with me. Growl. 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 <laughs> uh, let's see. I have a feeling I'm not going to sleep very good tonight. Oh, yeah? Because of the storms threatening all around us. Ah. Uh, the storms are threatening everywhere. <laughs> well, I ever since the storm knocked down that tree at the other house... I can't mm-hmm. sleep with shit. Just the least little rumble of thunder or the least little flash of lightning and I'm awake. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's about the same with me, too. All right. Where in the world did I put it? It's here somewhere. <laughs> Bear with me, growl. <laughs> Sorry. You're fine. There it is. I found it. All right. Found it at last. Okay. But let's see. Uh, where are my two? There they are. One. And two. There. All right. So this was posted uh, on Friday morning. So here's what happened. Actor Gabe Cooth, best known for his role in the fantasy TV drama Once Upon a Time as Sleepy, as well as numerous voice acting roles in the anime genre, has died at 46. His friend, actor Peter Kalamis, announced on social media that Cooth appeared to suffer heart failure while riding his motorcycle and died as a result. Oh, having a heart attack on the back of a bike? Ouch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, actually, he was riding his motorcycle. Yes. So. He was driving. Yeah, but um, I, yeah, I won't attack. read the. I won't read the first part of the. I won't read the first part. It's like Gabe you know always what? puts all in everyone's face. If the heart attack didn't kill him, the wrecking on the bike would have. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Anyway, uh, Gabe always put a smile on everyone's face. My deepest condolences to his family and friends. R.I.P. You kind, kind soul. And let's see. Um. As Anime News Network points out, Kuth had a long list of credits in the anime genre as a voice actor. 
As a voice actor, Kuth has played such roles as Nicole Amorphy in Mobile Suit Gundam Seed, Saji Crossroad in Mobile Suit Gundam Zero Zero, Ken Midori in Beyblade Burst, Ashton Anchors in Star Ocean EX, Hakume Heki in the story of Sayun Koku, Susumu Makino in Boys Over Flowers, and Jinosuke Isuzu in Tokyo Underground. I'm sorry, I can't even laugh at Isuzu. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that for a last name? No, it's like I remember. I remember the car Isuzu. <laughs> remember that was a yeah. Isuzu was a brand of car. I don't think they okay, made those. Never mind. Made. Never mind. I stand corrected. Yeah, yeah he initially played Teen Goten in the Vancouver dub of, of the Dragon Ball Z series and voiced Arcade in the X Men Evolution animated series. Other voice acting credits of note include the 2000 Team and the Masters of the Universe series, where Kuth voiced Orko and Mechanek, and video games like Dead Rising 2 Off the Record and Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures. Besides his recurring role as Mr. Clark and Sneezy Dwarf in Once Upon a Time, Kuth also appeared in Netflix as a series of unfortunate events as Lou the Paperboy. And um, there's some outpouring here. I'm just going to read these real quick. Um... Jason Burkhardt said, I'm totally saddened by the loss of our good friend Gabe. You will forever be in our hearts and memories. Thanks for all the belly laughs. Love you, buddy. Feel free to visit. Leave flowers, write notes, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Adam Horowitz, terribly saddened to learn of the passing of Gabe Kuth, a lovely man, a great talent, and a double part of Once Upon a Time since the beginning. But more importantly, he was our friend. He will be missed. R.I.P. Gabe. And then uh, Emily the Raven, or Raven, put this on Instagram. Uh, so saddened by the news of uh, Gabriel Forrest 72, I mean that was obviously his Instagram name, sudden passing. My heart goes out to your family and loved ones. You were so sweet, kind, and caring to me. I always have a beautiful memory of whenever we would talk. You were always so genuine and always could make me smile. I will miss you dearly, friend. R.I.P. Uh, condolences to his family, friends, and fans in their time of grieving. So he sounds like yeah. he was quite popular. Yes, I mean, I mean, like I said, I I did not realize I didn't even realize he had voiced Orko in the 2002 cartoon. I was like, damn, kid. <laughs> it just goes to show you. You do good. You do kind, and you will. You do kind, and you will be remembered kindly. Mhm. All right, let me see if I can. Oh. Ah, there it is. There's a good one. All right. Okay, actually this is legacy. This is legacy.com. I got this from. And it's Rusty Taylor who voiced and didn't realize he wasn't just the voice of Minnie Mouse either. It was a he that did Minnie Mouse. No, she. 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 Never mind. Anyway. My brain's a (laughs) I know how you feel. Let's see. Uh, Rusty Taylor was the voice of Minnie Mouse for more than 30 years, as well as providing many other cartoon voices, including the Simpsons characters Martin, Uter, and twins Sherry and Terry. In Disney's DuckTales, she was the voice of Donald Duck's nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah, she voiced all three. Yep. Damn. (laughs) 
Taylor voiced Minnie Mouse in television shows including Mickey Mouse Works and Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and in movies including Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Runaway Brain. Other notable what characters... Who who fra- what part did she do in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I don't know. It's probably it's probably Minnie Mouse. Because remember, they had I characters... So, from, yeah. Because they had characters from uh, Warner Brothers and Disney showing up in that movie. I wonder if she did Lena Hyena. I don't know. Let's see. Other character, other notable characters for whom Taylor provided voices included Strawberry Shortcake in the six original television specials. Oh my gosh, Baby Gonzo and Muppet Babies. I've seen Muppet Babies. Yep. That was and her. Pebbles, yeah, and Pebbles Flintstone in the Flintstone Comedy Hour, among others. Boy, she had a very wide act- voice acting ability. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the interesting part. Boom would think of her. Now, talent. here's the interesting part. <laughs> Taylor had wanted to work for Disney since she was a child, having visited Disneyland and met Walt Disney himself there. When the company founder asked Taylor what she wanted to do when she grew up, she answered, I want to work for you. Not only did her voice come true in a big way, but the voice of Minnie Mouse even married the voice of Mickey Mouse. Oh, oh wow. Yep. Taylor met Wayne Allwine, who voiced Mickey, while working on Totally Minnie in 1988. The two later began dating and married in 1991. Allwine died in 2009. Her quote is, I never wanted to be famous. The characters I do are famous, and that's fine for me. So she didn't... So she didn't want to take credit for something that made her famous. Mm-hmm. She just enjoyed doing it, basically. Exactly. And from what I hear, uh, the, the cause of death is colon cancer. Uh, that bites. How old was? Yeah. How old did you say she was? Seventy-five. She was seventy-five years old. God, 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 rest your soul. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you know. Thoughts and prayers, condolences to the families of all three people. Uh-huh. I'm in the chat room. His name is Be Wise as Serpents. <laughs> well, Be Wise. Early. I know. I know. I'm staying on my toes. I'm not really. I'm not worried right now, though. It's fine. Here's me. Sorry. I don't like that. I wish you wouldn't know, but I'm overly tired again. So no matter what time I go to sleep, I'm up four hours later. Well, I I I made the mistake of going to sleep in my ma in the chair. And Jack sticks his head out the door about 11, the bedroom door about 11.30 because my mom saw the light under the bedroom door. He comes uh-huh. out and says, are you going to bed? I go, yeah, I'm heading that way. Yeah. But I was overly tired yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I told my mom I'll try not to sleep so late in the chair this time. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I will tell you something. Um, the situation at the Sheraton Atlanta, which is supposed to be one of the five host hotels for Dragon Con, well, it could be in jeopardy. 
Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, here's why. <laughs> oh, oh, it looks like they upped the number a little bit. All right. Um. All right. So now I reported a couple weeks ago that the Sheridan Atlanta has a problem with Legionnaires' disease. And now they've announced that uh, there are 11 confirmed cases and 57 probable cases. Wow! And they got less than they got a little over two weeks to get that cleared up, too. Yeah, you know, there's a possibility they may have to close that thing longer, and that could possibly affect everyone staying there for Dragon Con. Well, if the Sheraton is any kind of a good hotel. If it's beyond their control, I'm sure they would try to up put other put people up in other hotels. Yeah. Cuz cuz I remember you reading an article saying that they were going to try to find out what it is and have the hotel reopened by the 11th of August. Yeah. All right. But so that anyway, here's what what you're saying. That doesn't sound like that's going to happen. Yeah. Because here's what's going on. The Legionnaires' outbreak linked to the Sheridan Atlanta Hotel appears to be much wider than previously thought, with state health officials reporting 57 more probable cases today. The Georgia Department of Public Health announced 55 probable cases money and added two more today, all of which have not been confirmed in the lab. However, they involve people with illnesses consistent with Legionnaires' disease, such as pneumonia. The number of confirmed cases has remained at 11 since Friday. The Sheridan Atlanta shut down voluntarily about two weeks ago after three guests who had recently visited or stayed at the Cortland Street Hotel tested positive for the disease, which can cause a serious lung infection. The good news is no deaths related to the Legionnaires' outbreak have been reported, according to the DPH. Until testing is complete, health officials say they can't be sure that the hotel is the source of the outbreak, though no other locations are being tested for Legionella. Sheridan Atlanta will remain closed until at least August 11th, but may remain closed for several weeks longer, depending on the test results and whether remediation is necessary. The Department of Public Health and the Fulton County Board of Health investigators have been reviewing hundreds of survey responses from people who stayed or visited the hotel between June 12th and July 15th. The survey responses are being analyzed to compare activities at the hotel between people who became sick and those who didn't. It could take weeks to parse through the surveys, the DPH said. Investigators have also taken environmental samples for testing and remediation. The first round of environmental samples was collected July 19th. The second round of samples was collected yesterday. When testing hotels for Legionella bacteria, which causes Legionnaire's disease, investigators typically begin in pools, hot tubs, and water fountains, the most likely culprits of the bacterium, DPH spokeswoman Nancy Nidham said. The investigation can expand well beyond those water sources, stretching into the hotel's water supply system, including the plumbing system, she said. The team of investigators will look for clues, such as whether all the second guests stayed on the same floor that could help find the contaminated source. Uh, Legionella bacteria are found naturally in freshwater environments like lakes and streams, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. But the agency says it can become a health concern when it grows and multiplies in human-made building water systems. In Georgia, there have been close to 90 confirmed cases this year, according to the State Department of Public Health. Last year, there were 180 infected cases in the state. That's up from 41 in 2008. A variety of factors may be contributing to the increase, according to the CDC. More awareness of the disease could be more reporting, but there's also improved testing, and an aging population is more susceptible. 
Another factor could be more Legionella in the environment. Officials stress that the disease is not spread from person-to-person contact. The bacteria makes its way into the lungs of most people who become ill after they breathe in mist or steam infected with Legionella. Let me take a sip of water here. Excuse me. Like like Mm -hmm. if you go into a jacuzzi. Mm Mm-hmm. Or a a hot tub or a sauna. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Those who get sickest, let's see, those who get the sickest and face complications from Legionnaires tend to be over 50, have medical conditions such as chronic obstru- obstructive pulmonary disease, or COPD, or diabetes, or have a history of smoking. About 1 in 10 people who come down with Legionnaires disease will die due to complications from the illness. Now, there is more. Now, there's a little more to this. Uh, guests who stay at the Sheraton Atlanta between June 12th and July 15th should speak to their health care provider if they are experiencing symptoms of respiratory illness. The Georgia Department of Public Health said when seeking treatment, former guests should tell their doctors that they stayed at a hotel with a Legionella outbreak. This can help with proper treatment and assist in the investigation. Now, what is Legionnaire's disease? It's a severe form of pneumonia, lung inflammation usually caused by infection, caused by a bacterium known as Legionella. How does it spread? You can't catch Legionnaire disease from person-to-person contact. Instead, most people tend to get the disease from inhaling the bacteria. Older adults, smokers, and people with weakened immune systems are especially susceptible. So what are the symptoms? Legionnaires usually develops 2 to 10 days after exposure to the bacteria and often begins with these symptoms. Headache, muscle pain, chills, and a fever that may be 104 degrees or higher. By the second or third day, other symptoms may include cough, shortness of breath, chest pain, gastrointestinal symptoms, and confusion or other mental changes. Left untreated, it can be fatal. So how is it treated? Prompt treatment with antibiotics usually provides the cure, but some people continue to experience problems after treatment. Uh, oh, not good. You know how the Legionella bacteria got its name? Yep. It was first. Wow. It was first diagnosed when a, a group. Uh, there was an American Legion convention in Philadelphia, and since the name Legionnaires' disease. Mhm. Wow. That's bizarre. And it's been ages since there was an outbreak of that. Mhm. Ages. Yeah, I read up on that. Uh, hundreds of people got sick. Twenty-nine people actually died. Uh huh. So. That's so bizarre. Mhm. Well, at least Legionnaires' disease can be treated if it's caught early. Yep. Exactly. That is you the know, key. It's all about catching it early. The trick is to catch it early. Do you yeah, know when you get the symptoms saying, oh, I'll go to the doctor tomorrow? And it's like, I don't know about that. Okay. Um. All right. Since we have about 17 minutes left, I got a feel-good story here on this one. I posted this over the weekend. Uh, okay, so you got the painless shoe store stores across the country. They're closing, right? Well, right. one mm-hmm. Arkansas mom decided to do something to help out she bought up all 1,500 pairs of shoes in the closing Payless store and donated it to help other kids. Hey, 
they had anything from infant shoes all the way up to a man size 13. Uh-huh, exactly. So it wasn't just the kids. Right. That benefited from our generosity. Yeah, but anyway... Here's the story. Carrie Jernigan of Alma, Arkansas, took her daughter to a Payless going out of business sale to get her a new pair of shoes. She ended up leaving with every pair in the store. At Payless, Jernigan's daughter, fourth grade, oh boy, Jernigan's fourth grade daughter, Harper, saw a pair she wanted to buy for her friend whose shoes she had noticed were too small. I know he likes Avengers, so I saw some Avengers shoes and I said, hey mom, can we get these shoes for one of my friends? Harper told NBC affiliate KNWA in Fayetteville, Arkansas. But the mother and daughter realized they didn't know the shoe size of Harper's friend. I looked at the, jo- I looked at the clerk jokingly and just asked, how much were the rest of the shoes in here? Just joking, Jernigan said. Her joke turned into an idea. What if she did buy all the shoes and donate to those in her community in need? So Jernigan, Jernigan ended up buying 1,500 pairs of shoes in sizes ranging from infants to a men's 13. She's keeping them in her house for now as the community comes together to help her distribute the shoes and more. The good need has snowballed beyond shoes. Now churches and local businesses are planning a big back-to-school event to give away the shoes, along with free haircuts, eye exams, and things children might need as they gear up for the new school year. In the grand scheme of things in this country, this is a tiny blip, Jernigan said. But if it continues to grow in, it makes you do one little thing for that student fixing to go back to school, then it matters to that one kid. And she's right on target with that. Uh huh. I'll tell you something we did locally when you get to reading your article. It's done. Um, we did a deal. We did a deal where um, the kids, they got to choose their clothes, etc. And they got, they gave away, I forget the name of the organization, they gave away 15 thousand backpacks full of school supplies mm. and they got to go through and pick out outfits and just to see the look of happy on these kids faces mm-hmm. they do they do it every year and What's the, the, the kids are picked out you know in advance I think it has something to do with boys and girls clubs mm-hmm but just to see the happy of the kids going through and picking out their clothes. Yeah. But there are a lot of kids that they don't have the advantage yeah. of having new clothes. Mm-hmm. Or, or their clothes aren't new. They're their brothers or sisters hand-me-downs. Right. And it, there's nothing wrong. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing with wrong with hand-me-downs I used to babysit for a lady who would go to yard sales mm-hmm. to hold their kids when they were little get a $20 pal, uh, a, excuse me back up get a $20 pair of kids jeans for two bucks mm-hmm. but she didn't have a choice because she was raising them by herself as a single mom Ah. But she had to cut the corners where she could. And she dressed her kids to the nines. But you do what you got to do. But just the idea, some people can't even afford to go to yard sales. Mm-hmm. Not sad? No sad. Not sad. 
Sorry, I was getting on my soapbox there. No, that's You're fine. fine. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'll, I will tell you this. I am so glad that um, next Wednesday, not tomorrow, but next Wednesday, we have that we have that night off as I'm going to go see Doctor Who The End of Time at the theater. Is that, don't the know, he, is that the one where he regenerates into Davidson? No. That's the one where David Tennant regenerates into Matt Smith. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Tennant's grand finale. Yeah. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Sorry, David. Yeah. Like, adios, man. No, I'm <laughs> But I'll tell you something. I've been watching classic Doctor Who on Pluto, and I'll be honest, Janet, I hope you're not offended by this, but I'm actually liking John Pertwee a little bit more than Tom Baker. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I grew. I came in very, the very end of the very last episode of Pertwee. Hey, Chad, you're gonna speak up because you're going in and out. Okay. Is this any better? Yes. Okay. Hold on. There. Is this any better? Yeah. Okay. I have my headphones down. Hey, nothing wrong with with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, let's see. Let's see. Hold on, hold on, Janet. I think. Yeah, hold on. Uh, I think uh, Mike wanted to say something. Go ahead. Yeah, kind of, kind of going back to the to the shoot thing. Um, this weekend, like Friday and Saturday only for the um, in entire state of of um of um of Iowa, it's gonna be tax free weekend. Oh, wow. Yep. But it's only for like, you know, shoes, clothing. Kind of kind of gearing up for um for uh for um for back to school type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna don't be tax free. Don't you have a tax free day coming up, Shirley? And we already had ours a couple of weeks ago. Oh. 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 Don't right, get me you. started. You started me. Mm. <laughs> and you know about this, man? <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, interesting. Listen to this. What have I told you? A Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy TV show is going to Hulu. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's playing Arthur in um, Ford? I'll tell you in a few minutes. Give me a second here. All right, so here's what's going on. This was posted. Oh, I have to subscribe to Hulu to get it now. Damn it. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Hulu's next big show is coming from the beloved mind of Douglas Adams as Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy returns to TV once more. Deadline reports that Carlton Cuse and Jason Fuchs will both showrun and write the adaptation of Adams' beloved sci-fi series for the streaming service. The story follows hapless Englishman and noted Tal fan Arthur Dent on his adventures across the cosmos after the Earth is demolished by an alien species called the Vogons, primarily to make way for the interstellar version of a highway. It's the second crack at the series for Disney, 
The media conglomerate helped produce the 2005 film adaptation through Touchstone Pictures in Buena Vista, which starred Martin Freeman as Arthur Dent, who of course now owns Hulu in its entirety after consuming Fox's stake in the streaming platform during the acquisition process earlier this year. It's not the first time his actress has come to TV either. There was, of course, the beloved staple of British popular culture that is the 1981 BBC adaptation, which utilized the cast of the 1978 BBC radio series Adam's first book in the series was ultimately based on, before continuing it with five novels. The Restaurant at the End of the Universe, Life, the Universe, and Everything, So Long and Thanks for All the Fish, Mostly Harmless, and then and another thing, penned by author Ellen Colfer with the support of Adam's widow, Jane Belson. Uh, there's no date for it yet, but let's just say um, it's getting there. Yeah. Well, I'm willing to give it a try. Yeah, me too. I'd be willing to give it a try. Mm-hmm. But, again, I am a fan of the 1978 original. That's fine. You know? Mm-hmm. But I'm willing because the movie was all right, but it didn't have the feel, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Mhm. Oh, let's see. Uh, Janet, let's see. You, see, both of you were not here last night, but um, let me see. Let me find that Dragon Con link, Dragon Con page, because there have been some big announcements in the last few days, especially over the weekend. Who's gonna be there? Well, holy crap! Some people just got added as of today. Let's see. Uh, Tala Ash from Legends of Tomorrow. She's going to be there. And Paul Blackthorne is going to be back there again. Who's Paul Blackthorne? You're going to have to invite uh, me on these guys. Quentin Lance on Quentin Lance on Arrow. He's also on the new show, The In-Between. Okay. Oh, no. Shirley, did you get booted again? No, I'm here. Blog Talk's starting to play friggin' tricks on you again. Uh, no, I'm still here. Okay. Well, you dropped out a little bit on my end. It could be my okay. internet. Yeah. You know, anyway, uh, probably the biggest surprise that came out of this, well, actually, this was posted yesterday. You know who's going to be coming? The son of Jim Henson, Brian. Oh, really? No, yeah. no, no, I didn't have a son. Mm-hmm. Brian Hansen will be coming along with Peter Brook and Alice Dinian because all three, uh, they're bringing the Dark Crystal characters to life in that new show, Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance. Ooh, now that's one panel you might be might try to make. Yeah, and I am interested in that Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance because they've taken a lot of time to make it, but they wanted to get it as close to the film as possible. And from the judging by what I've seen, I think they've done it. Yeah. When is it supposed to be released, do you know? Um, I think it's sometime next month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Janet, you remember that episode where the doctor and uh, Amy and Rory went to that Wild West town? A town called Mercy. Yeah, that's it. Well, the guy who was in it, Ben Browder? And was also the star of um, Farscape. He's going to be there too. All right. Wow, you better start planning your panels now. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the truth. The one big, big panel I plan on going to is the David Tennant panel. I don't care how long that line is. 
I'm trying to sneak in some pictures. Well, I can probably take the pictures. That won't be a big deal. Because I don't use yeah. the flash. And no, I'm not talking about Barry Allen either. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there've been there've been a lot of surprises. Like, oh my gosh! Now let's see, Tella Ash. Now she that means she joins Nick and Ryan from the Legends of Tomorrow. They'll be there because Legends, of course, won't be going starting until the mid season this year. So it sounds like um, you've got a lot of surprises up your sleeve. Uh-huh. But now the good news is I already met Paul Blackthorne So I don't have to do it again I'm one of those people where All you do is meet the person one time And I'm good, that's it What is enough for you Mm-hmm. One and done Mm-hmm. One and done and I'm a happy camper But yes, uh, he. But yes, uh, he. Uh, Blackthorne's now on that show. The in between, he plays another detective. <laughs> and I do like the show a lot. It's basically, it's a situation where it's like a, it's it's a paranormal procedural. I'll put it to you that way. <laughs> there was one that I saw a clip for. You know, what's this series that's coming out? That has something to do with bad superheroes. The Boys. It's out now on Amazon Prime. The what? The Boys. Yeah. Because I heard about that and I go, man, turning the superhero genre right on its ear, aren't they? Yeah, well, actually, The Watchmen had already done that. (laughs) Okay, but The Boys is going twice as far. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we are almost out of time. So um, I'll just say this. Tomorrow night, of course, is our Attention to One episode. We're going to talk about the stupidity of the whining fandoms. <laughs> or the the ones who think it's okay to criticize um, other fandoms. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because it seems like this this is getting worse and worse now. But Yeah, yeah you know I mean, Fandoms are like politics. Fandoms are like politics. We agree to disagree. Yep, exactly. Let's see. Then, of course, Thursday is the free for all, and Friday is Naughty Mad Libs, the summer of Naughty Mad Libs. Hey, when will that be up? When will that? When will our summer schedule be up? Um, not till October when the shows come back. Okay. So, so we got a few more weeks left to go. Oh yeah, definitely. So anyway, um, to wrap things up, I shall just say, please remember to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us at our website, beyondtheairwaves.weebly.com. If you ever miss an episode, because let's face it, life will happen, there are three ways you can catch up. First, there's the Stitcher.com app, available on iTunes, Google Play, and the Amazon Kindle Store. Second, you can listen to or download full episodes of the show from blogtalkradio.com. And finally, you can find us on iTunes. Just do a search on the podcast on the airwaves, and you'll find many of our episodes there. So with that in mind, I'm going to say love, peace, and chicken grease. Everybody have a great night, sleep well, stay safe, and we'll see you tomorrow for Attention to One. Have a great night, Take everyone. Care. You too, Mike. Talk to you tomorrow, baby.
All right, that's all for tonight. Have a great night, and remember... You... I almost had him. I had him. I almost had him. <laughs> you stuttering prick, you. Shut up! <laughs> I am that's the knight. I am the knight. Oh, I'm on this one first. I'm Groot. Mm-hmm. I'm Groot. Uh-huh. I'm Groot. Oh, shit! <laughs> that's one of my favorites. Yeah, and for the last one tonight... I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am... <laughs> did you hear that, Shirley? Yeah, I did. <laughs> You're kind of misfired. That's all right. Well, that's all for tonight. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. Night, y'all. Take care, Mike. Jana. Good night. Buenas noches. <laughs>